0: 7654321. You'll never have the sacred
1: stone. Oh, this, you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpana The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up, these two spent decades in restaurants, so submature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks Up. All right. Hey, what
0: a day! What a day! It's almost the holiday season. Uh, I'm Ali
1: Hassan, and this is Mark Tempano. Thank you. What do you mean by "it's, it's almost the holiday season"? It's the holiday season. It's, it's the holiday it's, season. It yeah, it is. I, mean, well, I think uh, it depends. Once...
0: It depends. Where, 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 when does it start for you?
1: December first. Okay. Okay. Some people it starts after Remembrance Day. Yeah, oh. November twelfth. No, starts for some no, people. no. I think that's too early. When does it start for you? Uh, December twenty-fifth. Really? That's no. when it starts. Isn't to... that
0: weird? Wouldn't that be weird no. if that was the case? No. <laughs> Finally, the holidays. Ah! Uh, Go shopping. What? The stores are closed? This is an outrage. Well, listen. Uh, no, no. It started. I don't know why I said it. it's almost the holiday season. It's uh, we're, we're right into it. You are wearing a very festive uh, red and white uh, checkered Thank you. Uh, shirt. And um, I don't know... I'm going to assume you did this as a courtesy to me, but you left one of your buttons open oh, close to your damn. belly button, and I've been staring at that for Why the last little while. Oh, I left
1: two open. It's yeah. all belly oh, you all the time. Two. Oh, yeah. shit. I
0: should have taken a picture and posted that, no. to be quite honest. No? Anyway, that was, that was a special. Santa came early for me personally, won that one. That was beautiful to look at that. Well, I, thank you. I know the thank inside you. of oh, your man. belly button,
1: my friend. Speaking of posting photos and getting off my belly topic. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> Deflect. <laughs> For those of you who haven't started following our Instagram, follow it, podcast, eat, drink. And what we're going to do is something I dread, which is take photos of great meals that we have and we're going to post it. it. I don't think it's that you dread. It's that you don't want to be that guy. I, I just don't like it. I'm like, I would rather, and my in-laws, every time we go to a restaurant, when the food comes, that's when they ask the waiter to take our picture. And I'm like, our food is perfect temperature now. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's two cameras and an iPhone and the server doesn't know what they're doing because my, right. my mother and then you gotta,
0: they gotta take the time to look at the picture and go, no, I don't like how my eyes look in this. Can you take it again? Right. And
1: meanwhile, you're just like my steak. You're is assuming cold. you're assuming that they do it on a phone. My mother in law oh. has an actual camera, an old four and a half pixel ah, so camera. She's the one. And it's one of those cameras where you press it, but you don't know if a picture has been taken because it shuts off. So when all that is said and done, I'm. if you look at the photos that are taken, yeah. it's just me with an anxious look on my face because it's like I just want eyes eat. looking at the table. It's like there's food. Like can we do this
0: after we eat? Is and that important? Do they want the food in the picture or not even?
1: It's I just don't that's know. when it occurs that's to them. Or I feel like they want the – I'm going to guess. I should ask my wife this. They want the food in the picture. Oh, maybe, maybe. Anyway, this is a nice passive-aggressive way to get them to stop if they listen and subscribe oh, to listen. our podcast. They no, won't listen. They should. They should. They should. They, should. <laughs> they should. But thank you for listening. <laughs> Follow our Instagram and you will see photos. I had a finger lime. Have you had a finger lime? Yeah, sure. They're amazing. They're Incredible. You know, when you have stuff like that, you're like, what else am I missing? What
0: what else has the lime and the citrus world not been telling me about? That's how I I felt the first time I had a blood orange.
1: I'm like, what? How has this existed? (coughs) Bless you. Thank you. How has this existed? (coughs) Bless you twice. Third time you get kicked out. I'm glad we're in a really (laughs) small studio. And he's like just spreading germs. It's uh, not germs as much as it's the, the sneeze uh, particles.
0: No, the the beverage that you created is so unbelievably aromatic. It's Let's like get to inside it
1: now. my nose already. Yeah, you, let, wanna,
0: you don't want to talk about uh, our Lord and Savior. We had some stuff to.
1: We'll, we'll get we back get to, to that. It. Okay. Listen, drinking and talking is the best way. Totally, totally. All right, so cheers to you. Cheers to you. I let you drink it, so that he can see if it, it worked out well. Um, <laughs> I made mulled wine because we're talking about holiday season. And Man, does it that's work? Pretty good. Does it work? That's pretty okay. good. I feel like you are so gracious; you would like it even if, if it wasn't. I feel like
0: you have me mistaken for somebody else.
1: Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, that is good. See?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. know you made me something once, and I was like, "This is uh, this is not this for is, me." Yeah, 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 no, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay, we gotta have that honesty back and forth
1: here. So mulled wine, some places call it glug in oh, the Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In Italian, it's a vin brulé, In French is vin chaud. It seems like every country. First of all, Venchi. Venchi. What in the world? Jeez.
0: So (laughs) cultured in the Italian ways, and then with the French, just Just urinates on the
1: language. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do best. Yeah. Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, this is a holiday drink that you can find throughout the world. So you'll find it from North America, South America, head over to Europe. It's everywhere. In Quebec, they call it caribou, and they add uh, maple syrup to it. Right. Have you ever had that in Quebec? I the have. The cocktail? I, maple yeah, maple yeah, of course. Syrup? Of it's, course fantastic. it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, in Pakistan, this is called You're Going to Jail. Oh, I see. Yeah. They don't have this in Pakistan. No? They don't have it all over the world.
0: Well, you know, the heavily Muslim countries probably don't have a, a, a fortified wine drink.
1: You're right. I'm going to correct that. It's found in a lot of places in the <laughs> world because I shouldn't generalize. As a white man yeah. in North America, assuming that the rest of the world bows to whatever culturally things we do You're here. So right? ethnocentric. You're I can so be. ethnocentric. Can't I do you my just best not that. to be. When it comes to alcohol and food, I may very well be. <laughs> but um how do you make this wonderful drink?
0: I mean I was just about to ask you that okay. myself.
1: So here's my theory. Also okay.
0: also I just want to say when mm-hmm. I came into your place. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clear uh, as to whether you were making uh, mulled wine or if it was potpourri on the st- uh, on the stove mm-hmm. because your house smelled fantastic. Oh. So if people are like, should I make this or not? There's that secondary benefit, which I mm-hmm. got when I came in. And my nose is even a little bit blocked, but I, it was just a great smell in the
1: house. There you go. There you go. So thank you for that. Let me thank you first. Thank you for that. Well, there you go. Thank you, our listener, for that. <laughs> but- all right. There's a lot of ways to make mulled wine, and there's a lot of recipes online, and I call bullshit on a lot of those recipes because here's what mulled wine is. Mulled Here wine. Here we go. Ethnocentric version of what it. <laughs> 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 it's. <laughs> okay, what it tell us. Now no, I, I, I saying, I'm no, feeling a little self-conscious. going to be ethnocentric. Mulled wine is the ugly cousin of sangria. So, if you were to look at it like Frozen, the movie Frozen, you got sangria, which is a summer drink, which is a Spanish wine drink that involves fruit, uh, fruit juices. It's colorful. It's it's brandy. Yeah, you can throw brandy in it for sure. I think it does have brandy in it, actually. Then you've got mulled wine. Let's call it the elegant Ugly cousin. Okay. Of sangria, I just got graduated. I just got a promotion in the last thirty seconds. There's something elegant about it being a winter drink, in my opinion. Okay. Not necessarily how you drink it or what you need to wear when you drink it, right. but it's essentially the same sort of con- concept. You have wine, and you're you're adding some fruit, in this case oranges to it, and spices. So whereas, and alcohol as well sugar as well which you add to sangria. So they're similar in 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 a, in a certain sort of wine uh fashion. Mm-hmm. Their they the, their base is wine, red wine. My theory is don't don't <laughs> spend money on a lot of, Is it the clove that's making you sneeze? Sure. Okay. I'm not sure. There's a lot of spices in here. Yeah. Uh but you're personally Can it handle, could it
0: be the dust in this room? Is there is there, what, is it, there uh, dust? Is oh, there,
1: knows. I, this knows. is I don't I, I sweep the room. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm turning into my mother now. But Basically, with mulled wine, I feel like whatever wine you have left over or whatever cheap bottle of wine you have, yeah, use it for mulled wine. Use it for sangria. Because there's, a, there's a joke there that every white woman I know makes.
0: Oh, leftover, is- white, leftover wine, what's that? Never heard of it, right? But anyway, I digress.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. So, <laughs> Who's being ethnocentric now? Yeah, of course.
0: No. She's talking about the white ladies. Shout out to Listen, the white ladies I've always known who love wine.
1: So the wine being the base, it gets infused with so many other things that it doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't really matter what wine you use. I would say red is about the only thing that you have to really stick to, although some countries do make it with white wine. Okay. But the research I've done is it's not as popular. The white version is not as popular. You've got – and the other thing with mulled wine is add the spices you want. Don't feel like you have to add the spices that every website says. Because you're just mulling the wine, you want to add a bit of sugar to it or maple syrup or honey, some sweetener. You want to add some booze to it. Traditionally, it calls for brandy. But I've read that you can add rum to it. And I would add oh, yeah. a dark rum to this because it has some sweetness. The molasses in the in the rum is going to make this mulled wine really lovely. Now, cinnamon is always one of the classic ingredients in a mulled wine. Star anise. Yeah. Clove. Yeah. And you did
0: a nice thing where you took a, a, a wedge of an orange mm-hmm. and you spiked it with some cloves, oh, kind of giving giving us an idea, you know, some foreboding, mm-hmm. foreshadowing, if you will, of what this drink's going to have in it. I like that presentation. A lot of people
1: put the orange right into the glass. Okay. That's not my style. I, I let you, the drinker, decide if you want to chuck that in. So generous. So kind. I added cardamom. Okay, that's not how it's
0: pronounced. Cardamom. mum, Mom? Like, like your mom. Yeah, cardamom. Cardamom. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I feel... You know what? I'm going to leave here right now. If you're don't, if you
1: not getting cardamom,
0: what am I even doing? I right
1: added now? it for you.
0: Okay. It's delicious. <laughs>
1: I've seen some recipes that have it. Yeah. And I love cardamom. I yeah. Get right? Yes. Yes. I, I love cardamom in everything. And so I was like, oh, man, I'm throwing some of this in too, right? I was going to add peppercorns because I thought peppercorns would really mm-hmm. take this up a notch. But I was like, I'm not going to because what if I ruin it with peppercorns? So... I will try a batch on my own with peppercorn. Uh, but you can add whatever spice or eliminate whatever spice you want. And then a glug, a glug or two of brandy.
0: Is there – in your research online, are you using mm. ginger anywhere? Is yes, anybody ginger. Can, okay. All I right. didn't have fresh ginger. Okay. Buddy, this is like a cup of chai but with wine. That's yeah. basically what's happening here. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I've
1: even read that some people will throw tea in there. So certain oh, spice teas – people are lunatics. What are you going to do? Listen, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. You do what you need to do with your malt wine. Is how I feel.
0: I would say, Mm. uh, well, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to ask it. Would you suggest that people use maybe a cheaper wine? Since you could use any wine anyway, does it make sense to use one of your more expensive? No,
1: don't use your expensive wine. Do not use your expensive wine. Enjoy your expensive wine. Bottom line is, use whatever wine you want. In my house, I'm going to use an inexpensive wine. Would
0: you even go so far as to say if somebody goes, "Man, I really don't like this wine," and you say, "I don't either." You say, "Okay, let's save it for some mulling." We'll
1: mull this goddamn thing. Yeah. We'll mull it until you it You might good. still not like it. Okay. Because it depends on what you don't like. I I just so, um, I just feel like this is such a crowd pleaser. The thing is, once you start adding sugar, fruit, this and spices, it. it masks a lot of sins. You add the booze. If it's if you still don't like it, add a bit more brandy to it. Sure. And then you'll have a lovely fortified drink. Yeah. What's nice about this too is it's a wonderful holiday drink because it it gives your house an aroma. It's essentially not too expensive. Although I went to buy cloves today because I didn't have cloves. Cloves are expensive
0: yeah it depends where you go, but yeah, I mean, you can buy like a massive one kilogram bag of them too for you know, what
1: what am I gonna do with the one one kilogram? You're bag? gonna start
0: experimenting, okay? You're gonna start running a clove factory out of your home. You're gonna sell clothes at a profit to your neighbors. A little jar cost me seven dollars. Oh, that's too much. I know. Oh, come on, I know. What? How, how, where do you go to buy cloves is the question I propose. You go to an Indian grocer. You go okay. to an Indian grocer and you buy a large bag and it's definitely less than $10. Bucks.
1: I love an Indian grocer because you can get the spices that are so expensive in traditional or mass grocery stores. You get them at the price you want to pay. Yeah. <laughs> no, It sounds like it,
0: if, if anyone's doing an ad for their Indian grocery store, that audition, you just nailed it. Yeah. You pay the price. You want to pay? <laughs> Here at Ram's grocery store, you don't pay what we want you to pay, you pay what you, you wanna want to pay. Hey, you really you did it.
1: Cardamom is expensive too if you buy it. It can be. Yeah. I bought it at Costco because I was like I'm not spending what the of course. My neighborhood grocery store was charging. Right, right, I'm right, like right. I'm buying a vat of it and I don't care if I use it. I just like having it in the house. Yeah. White people rip you off, brown people save you money. I think this is what we're saying. Fair yes, okay. I think that's the conclusion I've come to. Enjoy your mulled <laughs> and wine, this, folks. Once
0: it's mulled, uh, wine tastes great. I think this is another thing we can say.
1: All right. So that's the mulled wine section of our of our program today. Before yeah. we go on to the food, I want to mention that, uh, one, go to our Instagram account. We're going to be taking pictures. We should have taken a picture of the mulled wine that we both just finished. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna take a picture of you the what, finished.
1: Uh, ticket of the orange, so people know what you mean. With the, and spike. the last little, the last little bit, I don't know if you that's not bad.
0: Shot, but... And finger model, finger, oh, model, finger model, model got me, his fingers me. in there, so that's perfect. That's <laughs> a little something for everybody in that shot: some citrus, some alcohol, and your fingers.
1: And for anyone who true. is listening to this show as their first show, I am also a hand model. Yeah, not um, a finger model. That's, I had two uh, hand auditions, which I did not book. The client decided to go without using a hand model. Oh, wait, okay. Was,
0: so they, yep. didn't, they didn't go with a new hand person. There's not like a new hand guy in town taking your no, business. There's no such thing. There's no, oh, look at this cockiness. Oh, my God, Marco. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, no. no. They, hand model extraordinaire. Perhaps they did. Perhaps they did. So, before we go to our next session, if you're enjoying this program, I am. Well, you don't mean me. You're talking to the listener at this no, point. No, I mean you too. <laughs> I think we're all enjoying this program. Come on. You wouldn't be listening here at the 14-minute mark if you didn't enjoy this program. That's right. But if you are, please rate and review our podcast um, on iTunes and give us a five-star rating. If you're going to give us less, go listen to another show.
0: Yeah. Jump off a cliff.
1: Yeah. All right? Get it. No, no it. We don't want you to do that. But...
0: <laughs> Figuratively no. speaking, Figuratively on. speaking. You're right. Now, uh, literally speaking, if we can leave the figurative and enter the literal... Right. Um, Jesus is causing problems for us. Well,
1: I... <laughs> that's,
0: I not right not, I'm not gonna, that's not the right way to That's gonna, not the right way to say that's it.
1: That's not going to give us five stars. <laughs> for sure, that's not going to...
0: Well, it, it seems that there's a possibility that some people may happen upon us in the wrong sort of... Right. Expecting something and
1: get something else. For those of you... If you love Jesus, leave us five stars. If you don't love Jesus, leave us five stars. <laughs> That's also good. Okay. Jesus would want you to leave us five yes. stars. That's the summary of that.
0: But we there's actually a podcast podcast that has a subtitle. I think I it's their
1: subtitle is Eat and Drink. Right. And they're referring to the Body and Blood of Christ. Body and Blood of Christ, which
0: we don't really... We're not going to cover We don't that. cover that. We're not going to
1: rate wafers at no. different Catholic churches in the Once world. Once in
0: a while, I take a sip of a drink that Marco's made and I go, Jesus,
1: that's about that is good. But that's, that's pretty much as religious it. as we get. So what's happened is this religious podcast that has a subtitle Eat and Drink, which, yeah. listen... If that's your thing, cool. Absolutely. Right? We're not. We're Absolutely. not. But they have, they're higher up on the list because they have higher ratings. They've been around for a while. So our listeners, please um, help us. Christ has also been around for a while, too. So he's got a bit of a head start on what us. What is it, like 2,000 years now? Two
0: We'll years? catch up. Something but like you that. know what? Food came before Christ did. So we, in, in that respect, food and drink, we've got, we just got to get mm-hmm. our, our name out.
1: But Christ also dealt... In the culinary world, when he, you know, made the loaves and fishes divide and all that kind of stuff. So it's very fascinating. Maybe we'll have an expert. Religious expert, talk about food on our show. That would be interesting. Because in the new year, we're going to have some really special dedicated episode where we're going to have guests who are experts or people who are doing things in the culinary world or the cocktail world that we want to feature on our podcast. So if you're one of those people, send us an email.
0: Absolutely. And actually, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Jesus was the first person uh, to make shawarma. Really? (sighs) Of course not, really, okay. Marco. Jesus, I'm. <laughs> of course not, Marco. I, love, I only went to. Catholic. I love. First of all, I love acting like that, but uh, like a clown. But I also love saying, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and then saying completely mista- something mistaken. Then they it. go, people go, but that's not true. Like, I said, if I'm not, mistaken. I said, if I'm not mistaken. You so. cover
1: all your sins. Right? <laughs> you wash away your sins with that. Right? Yeah, so.
0: that is not. true. I don't know about the connection of
1: Jesus and shawarma, but if somebody does. Please, write in. We want this. We yeah, want we to hear can, about this. We'll find a religious expert that will talk about not just the Bible and food, but yeah. other religious texts and food.
0: Yeah, and I'm life. genuinely interested, despite all this, uh, this, this, this uh, you know, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, backhanded jokes and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff, uh, the history of food, whether it has to do with religion or culture, however it comes into play, I'm always fascinated by how, how things come to be and what their history
1: is, what their origins are. So, yeah, absolutely. Reach, reach out. So look out for those shows as well in the new year. We'll talk about this in an upcoming episode as well, but we're going to do mini-episodes. Do you want to take some time to, uh, to burp
0: out loud here, uh, Marco? It feels like you're holding something in. Marco's basically had his fist in front of his mouth for 10 seconds, and he's trying to speak around his fist. Hey, man, maybe should I take over for a Please. while while you do something with you? <laughs> Talk about our mini
1: episodes when we're going to air them.
0: Mini episodes are now going to air. This is a very hilarious moment between Marco and I. Marco goes, okay, we're going to air the mini episodes, the 1st, the 15th, and the 30th, three episodes of, a each, month, month. of yeah. each month. And I said, Marco, that's great. Except that right after the 30th is the 1st. So why don't we just do the 1st and 15th? And he's like, ah. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking we would have three mini-episodes. And then I said, how about 10, 20, 30? And he said, too complicated. Somehow 10, 20, 30 is more complicated to this man than 1, 15, 30. I just, it was a great moment for me to watch. The inner workings of the mind of Marco Timpano. What's going on up there? There's this something is,
1: not it's elegant. It's a place. About oh, the 10, 20, 30. But there's something really poetic we about. We just
0: chug mulled wine at 10 a.m. and we're talking about elegance in in numbers. Then
1: you're wondering why I'm burping. Why do we drink so early in the morning? All right, we've we've we've, we've we spent enough time. In this segment, let's we get did. to our next. Segment. I'm
0: excited for this. So this is a Marco takeover, by the way, uh, listeners. Marco's doing both the food and the drink in this podcast. I've allowed it. I've okayed it. I yeah. greenlit this thing. I don't feel I don't feel ill at ease about this at all.
1: <laughs> You're going to because... do a chai episode one oh, day, and I'm yeah. going to sit back exactly.
0: And right. we're going to have like a chai creme brulee. We're going to oh, have a yeah. chai. Uh, food thing of some kind. Anyway, don't worry about that. Well, uh, But the point is you are bringing us some stuff that's very, you know, uh, native to Italian uh, culture and and people. And so uh, uh, you should talk about this more than I should. And also... Uh, if there's something I if I that I've disliked historically, it's this food. Really, what a garbage pail you're bringing here okay. to this show. This <laughs> makes
1: me happy and breaks my heart in the of same. Of course, way. that's why
0: earlier you're like, I hope you'll be honest, buddy. The honesty is coming. Okay. So what what Marco has is panettone. You got it. And I would like to guess what panettone means sure. in Italian. You always mm. give us the meaning. Yeah. Let me take a little a crack at. It.
1: Stop. Pan. Snapping in front of the microphone.
0: About, <laughs> what, about, what about That's out bad. here in the far corner? How many times have I done that? Have a I done few. that? No! No, no, this is I'm all in, jazzed up.
1: Today. In this episode, you've done it twice. but It becomes... he gets
0: me wasted at 10 a.m. and then tells me not to snap my fingers. Can you imagine working with a tyrannical dictator like this? It's, oh, it's, I pray that none of your lives are like this.
1: It's jazz hour. Jazz. You're in the studio <laughs> snapping away. Pa, pa, Look,
0: pa, pa, pa. Okay, panatone pan. I'm gonna say bread. Yes. Right. From pan in Spanish, pan in French. Tone, dry ass. No. Okay. So no. the second guess, long living. No. Uh, tone from uh, from uh, tuna, uh, tuna in, in, in
1: bread. That would be tono, and there's no tuna so close, in this bread. So close. All right. Uh, I present to you. Yes. It's your turn. No, no.
0: It's your turn to give us the real
1: information. If I'm not mistaken, it's tuna in bread. No, it's not. Tuna <laughs> I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you're, you're 100% mistaken. It's a sweet – if you're not familiar with panettone, it's a sweet Italian Christmas bread. That lasts for seven years on shelves for some reason that I would like to uh That's, a great, that's a great question. That's a great comment and question, and slightly <laughs> offensive. But let's get to panettone. So, there's with Italian, with Italian, anything. There's always a story. There's always a legend. There's always a history. There's always conflicting, uh, conflicting uh, facts. So, there's many different reasons why it got its name. I would tend to agree that it must come from the word pane, which means bread. Panettone. Um, so, some of the research I've done a.k.a. gone to Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Panetto means a little mm-hmm. shortbread. So. Also,
0: everybody donate three bucks to Wikipedia. It's the holiday season they need it.
1: Okay, all right. There you go.
0: Uh, why three? That's what they ask for. Well, three? Well, they say if everybody who read Wikipedia gave mm. us three bucks, we, we would last for a long time. I see. But very few people give. Would you consider giving 10, 15,
1: 20? Oh, so okay. 15. Right. Back to panetto. Now. Yes. <laughs> so panetto means a little shortbread. A little sweet bread. Uh, no, sorry, now I got that wrong. Now you now you messed oh, me up here. I uh, messed you
0: up, huh? Panetto. I messed yeah, you up. Panetto after means all little the little that I've <laughs> given you here.
1: <laughs> little sweet bread. When you once you put tone on the bottom of it, it makes it bigger. So basically you're saying big bread. Break big, big sweet yeah. bread. Right? right, right? right, right. Now there's a story or legend has it that, let me just refer to my my notes. In the 15th century, Ludvigo di Il Moro, the Duke of Milan, was having a big feast. And his cook was making this big feast and burnt the dessert. And he's like, oh, shit, I burnt the dessert. What am I going to do? The Duke has all these people over. And his kitchen boy said, why don't you serve the sweetbread that you made for yourself, right? Now, panettone is not anything you know, decadent. It's very simplistic in certain ways. So it would have been a very simple sweet bread that he made for himself. And he's like, oh, man, okay, I'll do it because I have no other choice. So he served it. And the Duke and his friends loved the panettone that was served. And the Duke asked him, what is this dessert? And he said, l'el pan di Tony." In other words, it's the bread of Tony. Even though his name was Ludwig. No, Ludwig was the, he was saying, as reference to himself, he was his, his, his name was to Tony, Tony, right? Okay. Uh, although, I don't know if the kitchen boy's name was Tony. It's not really clear. But either the kitchen boy or the cook <laughs> I was love that it could be the
0: If you don't like it, it's Panditoni. It's And panditoni. you can kill that kid right there. If you like it, it's, it's, it's Panditoni, pandi, uh, whatever, Giuseppe. Yeah. Yeah. And so in The end,
1: Panditoni. Yeah. So, that, there you go. And um, but this so, is alleged. This is a legend. Okay. So, we don't uh, know. Alleged, there was legend. certainly a, uh, a Duke of Milan in the 15th century named Ludovico. And the recipe is an older recipe. So... There you go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do what so Panettone for me is very special because every year around Christmas time this is what we would get and give. I know as Italians, right? And only in the last, let's say, five to seven years has it been much more prevalent in Non-Italian circles So I've seen it People talk about it You see it on Martha Stewart People are like Oh panettone panettone." And I'm I'm
0: slagging it off But I have made French toast With panettone But I You know I made that Because I didn't like The way it tasted On mm -hmm. its own I was like What are we going to do We're going to put this In a little
1: egg batter And it was quite good So panettone It comes in a Generally speaking If it's an Italian panettone From Italy It's going to come in a box So I haven't removed it From the box this you is happening
0: describe, live. This is happening right now. You can describe what well, the box looks like. Well, I want
1: to describe yeah.
0: you. You yeah. look like a child at Christmas opening up a gift right now. Isn't yeah. that nice? So right away, I see that appeal yeah. of Panetone, to rip through a box to get to something. I, this is not just like a square box. This looks like a... a bell. Like a trick. Like a bell. Yeah. It looks like a bell. Exactly.
1: So you well, are this bell box. One of the beautiful things about Panetone is as a kid, you don't appreciate it as much as when you grow up, mm. right? So... What I love about panettone. It looks
0: like a massive muffin, by the way. It looks like a massive blueberry muffin. Blueberry muffin on steroids wrapped in a bag that was in a bell-shaped box. Maybe, take a, maybe, take, a hey, maybe take a picture. Maybe take a picture. We have the technology. <laughs> we have the technology in front of us. Let's
1: use it. I'll take, I'll take it out of the wrapper, too. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, man. Something just happened on my phone. It's like Christmas crazy. Oh See you. God. You slag the panettone. Oh. Uh, my and
0: the, phone just restarting. Okay, okay you restarting. know what? I'll do it. I'll take it. I'll give but you one. Uh, I'll give but one. also, what's the opposite of a, a shout out? A fuck off to Apple right now <laughs> for doing
1: this to me. You know, Amanda uh, was having problems with her phone.
0: Well, right. it's because it's an older iPhone. It's an iPhone Seven, and somehow that's the most. Uh,
1: so I'll take it out. You can take the picture of the panettone out. Okay. Of well, the
0: let me just take one picture with the packaging, just like this. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Again, the hand model is, uh, is there,
1: and that's the panettone. Okay. So I. Are I you know, getting me in the picture? Because I, I really don't you, want to be in the picture. You don't want to be in the picture? Really. I want to
0: show it in comparison to your head, Marco. Okay. okay. It's bigger than Marco's head. Oh, my God. That's It's great. not meant
1: to be a muffin. It's I, a bread. I, of
0: course. I'm talking about the visual. I'm just okay. trying to help people. Look, you great. tell me that doesn't look like a massive blueberry muffin mm. right now. You tell me it All doesn't.
1: Right. All right. That's going to get posted. Okay. So, it's a long process to make panettone. You've got to cure the dough. Uh... Like a sourdough bread, when it's it's going to be acidic, it's got a proof and it proofs for many hours. Mm. And in order for it not to fall, when they're curing it once it's been cooked, they hang it upside down. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, they hang it upside down so it it retains its uh, cupola type shape or muffin top type shape. Now, now you're going to reference. No, just so you understand, I was joking. Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) It smells fantastic. Yeah,
1: I want to say that. Okay. the other thing about panettone, because it needs to proof for many hours, it is a bread that can withstand days and days and days. When it's sealed in, in the package, years it has – Years years. No. Never I, years and years. years and, it does dry out. So if you yeah. don't eat uh, panettone or you don't seal it once you've cut into it, it's going to dry out and okay. you're going to have – Dry panettone. Now, for me, there's 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 something beautiful about it being an ancient recipe, a very old recipe. Mm-hmm. It has only a few ingredients inside the traditional panettone, and a lot of people have problems with um, the fact that it has raisins and candied candied fruit, candied. And orange. does it always? Is that a criteria? That's the traditional way. Because okay. think about it: back in the 15th century, these these were the sweets that you would add. Not chocolate and creams and things that you find in more modern uh, panettone, but raisins, candied orange. These were sweet sweeteners. These were like little treats that you would find in your desserts. Tell me how how
0: much of a purist are you? Somebody shows up with panettone with chocolate. Do you have to out of the side of your mouth go, that's not real panettone. Do you have to do that? Do you have Uh, to be an insufferable jerk about it? A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Here's my thing.
1: This to me is panettone. This is panettone. This is beauty. This is... This is classic. This has been around for years. When I was a kid, I did not like the candied fruit. Now, as an adult, yes. I'm like... everybody's coming around. I can enjoy this. Yeah. There's a lot of people, as you know, who have problems with with uh, raisins in their food. Yep. Those people drive me nuts because they're so used to the over-sweetened food that is given to them. Mm. Sugar, 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 sugar. But the minute they have a sweet, dried fruit, to them, it's no longer sweet, but rather... A mushy thing in their mouth, and they and they find it disagreeable.
0: I know that you know having made lots of food that comes from the Middle East, mm-hmm. and having you know obviously Pakistani and Indian food, like people have dishes with with raisins in them, rice dishes where that offends them. Uh, when, once I started making a lot of Moroccan food, which you find these like sort of apricots. You have like these Turkish apricots in mm-hmm. these in these big tagines, so chicken and apricots, or you have currants in a couscous. Uh, it just transformed me, and I had no longer had a negative attitude about it. But I would say about 10 years ago, I was like, "What is ra- what
1: are raisins doing in this rice right. dish? Uh, but here, they should definitely be here. This is a sweet bread for A lot thing. of people, Italians, like Italians of my generation will be like, I don't like the traditional panettone because it has the candied fruit and the raisins. Mm. Give me the one that's filled with chocolate or crema. And I'm like, stop. Oh, crema. Yeah, you can get panettone that has like a custardy kind of cream inside. Oh,
0: hello. Hello. Okay. Oh, see, now Uh, things are changing. You didn't give all the information at the beginning.
1: This is a traditional panettone. Yeah. And are you enjoying it? I love it. Okay. Okay. You say it's dry. Look how soft and moist It's very soft. It's soft and moist. Feel free to feel it. It's spongy. Um, Ali's not going to be eating it it because we started a podcast where he decided to do a 30-day we're starting a food cra- food podcast and he's like i'm dy- decided to restrict my diet of many foods hey you didn't need to share that b no. b uh i have
0: okay you you want here we're sharing are we <laughs> sharing i have my no, father had share. my I father had eczema on his shins okay. for some reason i have eczema on my shins genetic and mm. as soon as i stop eating gluten the eczema goes away and i don't look like a dog in heat scratching myself and if i have like a lot of gluten I also get eczema in my armpits. Like it's very bad news. Okay. And now eczema free. This has not for made my days. taste this is it not? That's <laughs> weird. I thought this was really going to be like, ah, oh, this tastes even better. <laughs> eczema free. Um, anyway, you don't want an itchy guy mm. in the studio. So, no, yeah, fair I'm enough. trying not to eat gluten. No, and uh, look, I tease. It Listen. smells great, and it uh, the, the, the the this this honestly, I'm not going to. This mm. feels like it was made after 2015. What do you mean? (laughs) It's fresh. It's fresh for a panettone, right? It's only three years old at most.
1: Panettone is not supposed to be dried and crumbly and whatnot. But if you don't recover this, it is going to get dried up. It's going to feel like that. But if you have panettone that gets dry, like you said, make French toast with it. You're not going to have a better French toast than this brioche like or this sweet bread. But are there
0: eggs in here? Because it reminds me, texture-wise, of the challah bread. It reminds Mm -hmm. me of uh, of the the, the Jewish uh, egg bread. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) I mean, there's a box with ingredients behind you. I I mean, we could also... (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. Enriched wheat flour, sultana raisins, sugar, butter, candied orange peels, yes. Uh, natural yeast, egg yolks. Egg yolks.
0: There it is. Okay.
1: And uh, salt. Who knows his eggs? Who knows his
0: eggs? This guy. This guy knows his eggs. So that's why I think if you're ever looking for a great French toast, Mm -hmm. challah bread is probably the best. Uh, But if you like raisins Mm -hmm. and you like candied fruit, this is number one right here as far as French toast goes. And I've had that before and I made it. Again, it was a – you know, circumstances dictated sure. because it was so dry and crumbly that we make it this way. Who gave it to you? And are you uh, still friends with a it? A non-Italian. Okay. And, so someone who uh, wanted to get rid of the one they got. Yeah, I don't even know if it was like, I have to be honest, I don't think it was like, here, I brought you panettone. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm not eating this. Do you want it? I mm-hmm. think it was kind of like a throwaway like, somebody re-gifted it, but even told me they were regifting. Okay. And I, as a proud chef, I was like, I'll find something to do mm-hmm. with this. Like, eat it. I ate one bite. I was like, this is garbage. Maybe you're I- also
1: eating it wrong. So, panettone, if you eat it on, a, on its own and you're not used to its flavors, yeah. it might not work for you. But if you have this with a café au lait yeah. or a coffee, and you dip this in your coffee. yes. It's going to be the most wonderful sponge in the world in that it's going to soak up half your cup. Of course, of course. And you're going to have this wet, crazy, messy, sweetbread coffee in your mouth.
0: At the risk of angering Mm -hmm. you, how do you feel about um, if somebody spreads a Nutella or a peanut butter or something like that on their their panettone?
1: Okay. I mean, (laughs) at that point, if you're doing that, just go buy a chocolate panettone. But if you're going to spread something on your panettone, do what you want but permission I would permission
0: to speak freely Marco how do you
1: really feel I see you're holding back what is it what happened I don't know at that point yeah. just get if you have to spread peanut butter and Nutella on your panettone in order for you to eat it just don't just go and get a sweet bread and do that and, and eat something else because at that point you're killing like just think how many hours it, it takes to make this wonderful yeah. sweet bread um <laughs> uh, you know, the reason I made malt wine is malt wine goes really well with it. Yeah. Uh, Moscato goes well with it. They even have th- something called crema di mascarpone, which is uh, eggs, candy fruit, amaretto mixed up. Yeah. If you don't have the mascarpone, you can do a zabaglione with it. Yeah. Which is… Uh, You're both cheeses, very, very soft cheeses, right? Well, but no, the
0: zabaglione is not a cheese, sorry. It's almost right. like a texture of a hollandaise sauce, but a little bit thicker.
1: Yeah, so it's egg yolks, sugar, and sweet wine. Yeah, Marsala wine and whatnot. And you'll find it in certain restaurants on dessert. Yeah, they'll put it with fruit and whatnot. But exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. I think that's a bit rich if you're going to do that. But for me, coffee and panettone, there's nothing finer. That's my that's my whole thing. my dissertation on panettone. <laughs> you know, I could tell you about the two uh, bakers in Milan who had fights about it, but yeah. you can read it. Nobody wants to hear that. Um,
0: If anybody is looking for a TED Talk presenter on Panettone, I think you Mm -hmm. found the man right here. There was a wonderful dissertation. Thank you. Uh, And uh, you proved yourself also Mm. to be, uh, A, knowledgeable, and B, uh, quite stoic in the face of hecklers, unnamed hecklers. We Mm -hmm. won't say who was heckling you, but there was a little bit of challenging and
1: and, uh, abuse you faced, and you did it all with class. This is Panettone. Panettone is from Milan. You, my friend, would probably like... (laughs) Pandoro. Oh, okay. Which is from Verona. Um, and it is simply a tall, sweet bread, no raisins, no, no candied fruit. And they dust it with icing sugar to represent the Alps. Okay. And it's taller and longer. And if you cut it on its bias, I yeah. think that's it, it'll look star-shaped. Okay. So look out for Pandoro. Okay. I prefer Pandoro. Panettone, but I'll eat a. P- p- if I'm
0: going to make the French toast, I'm buying panettone. Okay. To be perfectly honest with mm-hmm. you, I think I, that would be great. Although I could also eat it fresh with the coffee, as you say, is the way to. Do you like fruit cake? Traditional British fruit cake. I like uh, West Indian fruit cake. Oh, there's a lot of rum in it. Okay, and it's dark. It's right. like they call it black cake. Okay, so it is black. Sometimes so black, you're like. Where does the flower begin and the dark fruits end? end. Like it's sure. all just so dark. Mm. That is quite delicious.
1: See, because a lot of people tend to shit talk fruit fruitcake. Who are these people? <laughs> Show yourselves. Now, no, that joking, is course, me with so. panettone. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. So there you go. All right. It's time for our uh, next segment. And I guess I get my blindfold out. Well, this
0: is the thing. I mean, you've had your time. Mm-hmm. You talked about your wine. You talked about your panettone. Yeah. Okay. You had your bread and wine time. Uh, it's time to put something in your mouth.
1: All right. Okay. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We'll it guessing. We'll messing. Let's find out. I've got my blindfold completely on. I can't see. It's a better blindfold? Well, it's kind of giving me stars, so you know it's a tight one that I can't see. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I can see the blood (laughs) cut off (laughs) on the side of your head. I'm happy because the last one had some weird stains that Mm -hmm. I had to look at when I was looking at you. It was makeup from my wife. Allegedly, (laughs) it was makeup, yes. Now, I want you, I can literally not say a thing about this. Or I'll give it away. Okay. So I can say get, one thing. I
1: get three shots at yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Now the right. first is no smelling yet, just okay. taste it. Okay. Okay? Just
1: taste it first. Shall I open my mouth? Yeah, okay. you shall. Um... well let me know when you're ready. Okay. Okay. I just feel like it might be hot. Oh shit. You're it's... gonna burn my mouth no, now? Maybe. Are you Yeah here, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, we got two things going on here. We've got a grain and a protein. It's Asian in flavor. I want to see Chinese. Like a rice, like a stir-fry rice. Like a stir-fry rice with either pork or beef. And it's got some It's quite delicious. It's like a Okay. I taste I taste some some fall vegetables in there too. Like there's a flavor of carrot and peas, perhaps. Can I have another bite yes, of this? Yes, okay. yes.
0: You're ready. Okay. And this time, yeah. if you want to smell okay. it. Okay. So
1: put it in my give hand. Give you some of that. Or you? Are you not? Know, uh, the hands. Okay. Maybe no. not, uh, How well, do not. I smell it then? Are you
0: going to just well, tell I me when to, to put it? the spoon under your mouth, and okay. then you're going to be able to smell it? But just give me a second here. Okay. I'm sure.
1: just smelling nothing right now. Okay. Here you go. Here okay. you go. Smell that.
0: Smell that. It's under your nose.
1: Okay. I don't smell. it. Oh that. well. Good, good. Good. Good for you. Okay. Now here. There you go. It's nothing, it's nothing unusual or like it's something that, that I would have. It's not something like sumac where it's like on its own, it's a bit of an exotic sort of spice. It is, it's a, the rice itself is a long grain wild rice. It's a wild rice, wild rice, um, No, I didn't taste protein in that one. Okay, one last bite for you. One last bite. Okay, fuck. Okay, here we go. Let me... Why would he think I could smell it? Is is the question (laughs) ringing through my head right now.
0: Okay, open up. Here you are.
1: Okay. It's beef in wild rice. Beef with wild rice. And I'm going to say... Hearty fall vegetables are in that. Okay, can I take my blindfold <laughs> off? Take your blindfold off, right. off what is and
0: it? look at your failure. Okay, this is a chicken biryani. Oh, so dang. listen, so I literally couldn't say anything oh. about it. It has star anise. Oh. It has cardamom. It has cloves in it. It has all the stuff we already oh. ate today. I was like, that's why I cannot say one thing. And that's why I say if you smell it, you might be able to smell these things. This literally had a piece of star anise that I took out
1: of it. So I was like wrong on all All facts. counts.
0: Not a wild rice. It's long grain. You got long, long grain. grain. It's oh, a about bust- Rice yeah, okay. or basmati rice basmati oh. rice uh there's chicken not beef or pork and it's uh there's no hardy fall vegetables
1: it's really good it's though. really
0: good there's a there's a little bit of the the saffron there and the, yeah. the coloring made by my aunt uh, asma shout out to asma mahmood what a great oh, man. homemade biryani yeah so what makes a biryani so biryani um classically yeah. There's something called dum dum biryani, and dum means uh, to be cooked in its own sort of steam. Okay. So what they do, I love this presentation. It's in a pot. Mm-hmm. To really keep the steam in, they take dough yeah. that they would normally use for naan or some other sure. bread, and they wrap it around oh. the cover of the pot so it does not escape. Now, that so bread So, like also a pot cooks,
1: pie type pot thing. Pot pie
0: type of thing. Right. And then it cooks in there. At least for the last 20 minutes to hour, it'll cook in there. Some people will cook it in two separate things and mix it together. That Often, people are like, this is blasphemy because mm-hmm. that's not biryani. That's a stir-fried chicken rice or whatever your protein is but that's right. a stir-fried uh, rice it should be all in the same pot first the chicken is made with all the spices then the rice is added to it then oh, it wow. can be layered and um so, so the again, flavors are just
1: like the flavors are just phenomenal
0: it is and yeah. you I don't I don't think you're fully appreciating how much thought I put into this thing cuz yes this was made by somebody else, but right. I had it in my freezer and I was like, this is the one. You know why? Because it has a lot of the spices mulled wine has. Right. And like panettone, mm-hmm. it often has raisins on top and people get all like, and I was about to say it, and then right. I just said raisins. But there was dough.
1: no raisins in this there's one? None, okay, there's not. There's not. My record. aunt
0: doesn't do that yeah. because there's those people who are like, what the hell is
1: this? But would your aunt want to do that? But those people... She
0: might. She might. You yeah. know, but by that time, once it's cooked like that, it's not like you're tasting like a, it's like just a little bit of sweetness that's added there and almonds sometimes in there. People
1: have to get over their their raisin phobia. Raisinists. Raisinists are the worst because I love a traditional butter tart and a traditional butter tart has raisins Does in it. Does it? I did not know that. Yes. Okay. Yes, because it's an old uh, dessert from, and it, I think it was a British-Canadian Dessert or something that was made for the queen or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so raisins were prized as an item that you would put in sweet if you could afford it. And hence the butter tarts. You like right. the butter tart with the raisin in it? I
0: don't like butter tarts. Oh, I don't, you don't the sweet yeah, do right? not tooth. the guy. Okay, I'll, I'll like it for guy. you. You like, like it for me, me.
1: yeah. I, I love it. In yeah. In other words um, – for our international listeners, a butter tart is a Canadian dessert. We'll talk about that on a butter tart episode. Okay, let's write that. We just in a... <laughs> we just push things aside, and we haven't gotten which is to... not the
0: worst thing. We no. have a
1: limited time every week, yeah. but uh. the key is remembering these things we've said. So I, my book is not with me. But it's okay. Gonna, let's okay. Write we'll, down we'll put it down. Hair. Oh, I can't believe I got that wrong.
0: Uh, abject failure. Yeah. I I'm went to an at.
1: Indian buffet and you know I hate buffets, right? I do know that about it. And Amanda's me. like, we were in Mississauga, Brampton, and, and I'm like, we're starving. She's like, let's go to the Wendy's. And I'm like, oh, look at this Indian restaurant. It was a huge restaurant. Hmm. And I think it was an old fish house because there was a lighthouse. Yeah. And everything had been no painted gonna over. No one's going to change that. No and, one's going to change that. there's like that. a lighthouse and all the windows look like ship windows. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not really <laughs> Indian themed. Those are... But they painted it. That's
0: <laughs> very <laughs> funny. I've just seen the
1: exact same thing in Montreal. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, okay, clearly. Uh, restaurant failed and this Indian buffet went in yeah. and Amanda's like, You're, you hate buffets so go look at it and see if it's something you want. And I went in there and I was like, we're eating here because it doesn't seem like a buffet but rather it seems well thought out and it just, it was a buffet but it was like it just looked so beautiful inside. Yeah. Right? Despite the uh, maritime theme on the outside, <laughs> the inside was great and then I was eating all this wonderful Indian cuisine and there was some stuff that I didn't know what to do because yeah. it was like there was uh, sauce beside it. There was some hot pepper beside it. There was pickle. And I'm like, how do do I combine this? What do I do? And how do I not look like an idiot? What right? you do is you take Ali. That's said. what I said with you. You need a And guide. I said, I need, need yeah, I need Ali to walk me through. And then it was like, where do I start? Because they had like these Indian um, or Pakistani, uh, you know, little bits and bites type thing. Sure. They had, like all these like. These crackery types. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those a like, great little snacks, yeah. snacks Right, snacks. Do I eat that first? Do I eat it second? Do I put it on top of what I'm about to eat? Like, I was like, <laughs> I was, I was. You want it, to do it right. You want to do it justice. Yeah. You want to have the best
0: combination of flavors. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure.
1: And I don't want to look like an idiot like everyone else in there. I want to know what I'm doing. Exactly. So can we do that in the new year? Yeah and then we talk about it yeah. we'll come back
0: here and talk about it and and I think you were right to say one thing mm-hmm. with when, when I put this biryani in your mouth mm-hmm. this is something I would eat I oh. totally you've you've probably had it uh, at an Indian buffet yeah. you know it's it's there it's oh, it ever would, present
1: I would order that in a restaurant yeah. off a menu like sure. that's that's one of the dishes I would accompanied go accompanied by a, a yogurt raita and some fresh onions and chilies it's a it's a great dish I'm great not dish. making an excuse but I think the fact that I ate panettone and I had malt wine that had those flavors <laughs> made it difficult for me Maybe. to that's very Possible,
0: right, because I can smell this, and you're like I can't smell I anything. Can't
1: smell anything. I know. I've been I've been You basically had cinnamon for, sticks yeah. up your nose
0: for an hour. bruleing <laughs> wine, exactly. Your nostrils are bruleed And I apologize for something earlier. You said vin, you said vin chaud, and I go it's ve chaud, but it's actually vin chaud. Oh, chaud, feminine. I forgot. Vin. Right? Yeah. Vin.
1: See, yeah. I look at it with "vein." I pronounce Vino. it in the Italian, yeah, Vino, exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which, which is, is wrong. Quick, which is yeah. clearly wrong when you're speaking French.
0: El Vino did flow. Today.
1: All right, folks, thank you for listening. Please rate our podcast and join us next time on Eat and Drink. We'll see you again soon. Until we eat again, yeah. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at podcast eat drink.
0: Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, Bottoms Up!